All right. We are live for When in Canto. Um, we are, this is our first big go live on the podcast, and I just want to welcome everybody here. I uh, want to make sure that everybody can hear me. Let's get some thumbs up, some hearts. There's little emojis on the back. Let me, let, let me, let me get some action, make sure that we're, we're live and you can hear everything. All right. Getting some, some love in the emoji department. So uh, we have a huge storm going on uh, here in New Jersey. Once again, we got thunder, we got lightning, lots of water, flash flood, which as most of you know, uh, is, uh, is for sure a, a moment of PTSD for us. Um, so we are, we are live here, no matter what the storm has to say. So welcome everybody to When in Kanto and all things Pokemon podcast. And this is our inaugural big first recording. And we are so excited to be able to connect with the tribe here and for the tribe to connect with the tribe live inside of the, uh, inside of this caller uh, type system. You know, when we were going looking for a way to do podcasts, we wanted to, for it to be different and for us to really drive home that whole tribe and community mentality. And that's what Colin has done. And we've partnered with them to do a, uh, an awesome, fun celebrations ETB giveaway, which we'll be choosing five people here from the listeners list at the end of today's podcast, uh, live. Um, and next Monday, we'll be choosing another five individuals from the, the live list, listener list. Uh, and that's because we're going to be doing the When in Kanto podcast every single Monday. Uh, and today's topic for, uh, of conversation is State of the Hobby. Uh, and State of the Hobby is a really important topic because so much has been happening so quickly. Uh, and, you know, with celebrations coming out and all the madness, that has occurred with different events and prints and just trying to get product. We thought it was going to be a really good topic to help all the tribe better understand what we see as an LGS and what we're told and what to expect in the upcoming weeks and months. So we're going to be jumping in here. Uh, we already have quite a few people in the call queue, I see, and we have so many of the tribe in here, so many familiar faces. I can't say them all because there's too many, but a lot of a lot of uh, longtime tribe members uh, hanging out in chat, uh, and I'm really really appreciative of you guys joining here. I got uh, Jason. Um, you know, I choose Jason. He's here too. He's muted right now. Not sure if he uh, is able to speak right this second, but he'll be popping in uh, to the podcast as well. Now, how the system works is we're going to talk about some topics. Uh, I'll then pull in callers from the call queue. Um, you guys will give us your point of view, what your thoughts are on whatever specific topic it is, and the conversation will roll. Uh, it's a really cool way for us to be able to get to know each and every of the each and every one of the members over time in a really cool organic way. So, if you guys are ready, give me some of those emojis, bottom right hand corner, and let's get this party started. So. One of the uh, main topics here for State of the Hobby is all about printing um, and what causes some of, this, some of these price spikes that we see in some of the products like the infamous Ultra Premium Collection. 
why is an ultra premium collection something that literally just came out last Friday, 400 bucks? Um, and it, for, and, and I'll give you the, our point of view here from, from the elite poke box, um, uh, from a, the, the elite poke box, uh, perspective, imagine this wave one of celebrations. So wave one of our allocation, uh, still hasn't fully arrived. Uh, so we are, we've been getting trickles of shipments from all the different Pokemon distribution companies uh, since Celebrations launched. We haven't even yet gotten our collector's chest, the lunchbox chest here in the East Coast. So th- there's a reason that a lot of these products are seeming to be really, really expensive. And it's because so a lot of people don't even have their hands on them yet. Uh, the ultra premium collections, uh, the majority of them just arrived today at our warehouse. Um, so they were late. Everything is running extremely, extremely late. Uh, a lot of stores aren't getting the product they thought they were going to get when they were going to get it. And this drives this FOMO mentality, this fear of missing out, which of course increases the prices. So I want to ask a couple of you live here. I'm going to pull some callers in now to ask you what has been your experience in finding celebrations in your store specifically around the ultra premium collection and the collector's chest so i'm gonna pull in the first caller here which is joseph joseph you are live uh, with us here all you have to do is unmute bottom right hand corner hey how's it going hey how's it going joseph pretty good um yeah so i'm uh gulf coast texas is where i'm located like galveston area that sort of thing um so, like, it's kind of small town stores where I shop at, mostly GameStop, Walmart, Target, that kind of stuff. And uh, it's been kind of difficult mm-hmm. finding collect uh, the celebrations collections, like even ETBs and things like that. Um, we had a family vacation in Galveston, and I stopped in over at GameStop, and they had the two uh, ultra premiums uh, a couple weeks back. And I had my hands on them. They scanned it. It was, like, rung up, ready to go. And the manager came out and was like, whoa, 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 those are street dated for the 22nd. We can't actually sell those. So I was like, crap, had to put it back. So close. Yeah, so close, (laughs) in hand. And then uh, we actually went back this last, I think it was that, that was Friday. This last Friday, we went back and, uh, you know, we showed up early. The GameStop opened at noon and we showed up and we're like, holy crap, there's a ton of people here. And I was like, let's just go check it out, check it out. And it was the PS5 release. So we got in line with them and they opened at noon and there was only like three groups of people that were actually there for Pokemon. And uh, the couple in front of us ended up snagging both of the ultra premiums. <laughs> so again, just like super close, but uh, you know, so close so far kind of thing. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and that's, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of what we saw too is yeah, people releasing product potentially earlier than they should have and certain stores getting it way before they should have gotten it. Um, but I mean, the ultra premium collection is definitely the hardest hit allocation for sure. It's the one that was produced the least. Definitely. It's a, it's definitely limited in quantity. I would have expected them by, you know, the next week to have gotten more in more than two. Especially um, for a GameStop. For a GameStop, definitely. Um, as far as printing goes, like as far as the allocation and stuff, I think the supply chain is maybe a little bit slow. 
And I don't know if that's due to just like global shipping issues, if maybe like printing supplies are running low for them. So they're having to push stuff out a lot slower or what the deal is with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, and we have a little bit of insight to it um, because we get, we get quite a bit of shipments from Pokemon down, you know, where, where they, be, where they print at the different facilities. Uh, and I mean, it comes down to something even as simple as why we've not, why we only received our, our cases of the ultra premium collections now to start fulfilling orders from the website um, was purely because they didn't have enough manpower to drive it from the, from, from the central U S to the East coast and things just had to get held up. Um, and that, and it's just it's something as crazy as that. It's just, there's not enough manpower going on. And I mean, even truck drivers, truck drivers are in big demand right now. Too. Uh, yeah. Every, everything is crazy in big demand right now. Um, it really is. It really is wild. But no, I, uh, thank you, thank you so much, Joseph, for for popping in here and giving us uh, kind of a, a a bird's eye view from from where you're at down in Galveston area on 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 the stock there. Appreciate it. Thanks. I appreciate you having me on. No, absolutely. Stay tuned. We're going to be pulling the, the the winners here in a little bit at the end of the podcast. So, um, like right around, I would say 10 p.m. So stay tuned, and we're going to be pulling some winners. Good luck. Cool, awesome. Thanks. All right. So that was really awesome. Thank you, Joseph, again. Uh, yeah, we, we keep hearing the same thing. Um, the, the getting the product out there has been, uh, has been an absolute uh, nightmare for a lot of places, even GameStop and big box stores. Um, I mean, even in our – hey, there, there's Jason. I got He's like here. two seconds. I got to put my two cents in. I'm going to drop off, jump back in. <laughs> also, don't forget that Pokemon had to meet all their commitments to the big – box stores the walmarts the game stops i'm sure you're going to get into exclusives and what people's thoughts are but they need to make those appear on shelf no matter what um on their on the time yeah, that they've committed big to, time so for sure that's where like ultra premium collections to your local tcgs it's like we'll just do enough that legally we said we gave everybody a handful and then we'll catch up afterwards yeah second i saw yeah, a crazy article course. that said in the midwest like they're starting to teach like in high school kids how to drive like trucks as like a course that's a crazy like to take it (laughs) um so that's my two cents i gotta go mute again and i'll be back hopefully like that (laughs) all right nice (laughs) see you a little bit jay but yeah that was jason for those of you who 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 know us uh, jason's the other half here of uh, of the duo i choose jason that's jason and leap box john that's me and He's uh he's currently doing uh daddy duties, so he's uh he's bopping in and out uh, just in the beginning, but he'll be here. Um, but yeah, so I, I want to hear from one more person in regards to just the celebrations hunt itself before we jump into some of the crazier topics too. Uh, so I'm gonna be pulling in Tyler. Uh, here we go. Hey Tyler, you there? All you have to do is unmute yourself. Oh, Tyler dropped. I think there's a button that looks kind of like unmuting, but what it does is make you leave the the, the actual uh, episode. So uh, definitely be careful. Don't hit the leave button. It's the unmute button looking very similar. I'm going to take the next caller up is Steven. Hey, Steven, you are live. 
Let's see if Steven's going to give us an unmute. The fun part about calling is the spontaneity component of all of the different callers. Which luckily happen to be tribe members. Steven, you there? All right. I brought Michael in. We'll play a little Russian roulette through it. Michael, you are up. All you have to do is unmute. Let me hear your story about access to. Okay. Michael looks like he's having technical difficulties. And the next person up, I know for a fact, is going to be one heck of a caller. We got Philip. What's up? What's up? Live. (laughs) What's going on? What's going on, man? How are you? Good, good. Professor Chill, right? Yep, that's me uh, in the flesh. Yes, in, in, in the vocal flesh. What's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> the verbal flesh. You know what they the say. The verbal so, flesh. Uh, nothing, man. Just um, end of my day. Just finished up cooking some dinner. Was just going to sit down. And I was like, any opportunity to talk to you guys is always a fun one. And love the tribe and the community. So I thought I could bring in a couple different perspectives about this whole uh, wild times we're in right now, they say. Yeah, wild to say the least. So tell us, uh, relatively, where you're from in in, in geography and what your experience has been with celebrations. Yeah, so I'm from, uh, I'm in the Detroit, like the metro Detroit area of Michigan. Um, And I will say, personally, uh, the celebrations allocation here has been really good. Um, I've been able to grab everything from retail excluding you know like the pika figure uh the ultra premium collection and we haven't gotten the uh the lunch boxes here either or even like the what's the other one like the normal premium collection box i guess but um yeah i personally haven't seen any etbs in the wild but um i have a good group of friends out here that we all stay connected with that and um mostly everyone i've known been able to secure multiple um, just products in general. And I'm really surprised because our allocation over the past, like three to four months has been rough, like not being able to find anything for retail, not even being able to find anything card wise. A lot of the stores in our area, uh, switched to like 6am Saturday mornings. I'm just not an early riser and I'm patient. So I, uh, feel like we are being very blessed here in Michigan uh, compared to a lot of areas, um, which I know is pretty lucky, I'd say, for myself um, and just the people in my area. I had a friend who pulled two Charizards from one ETB, um, which is pretty crazy to think of, um, just in terms of the print and everything like that. But overall, my experience, I think, has been, you know, I, I'll say it again, very lucky compared to just about everyone. I know a lot of the just following the reddits and the different, you know, Twitter accounts and stuff like that. A lot of places put a lot of stuff out super early and that kind of threw everyone for a huge loop in this process. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. We, we actually, we saw it. So what, you know, for better or worse, um, you know, having as many members as we do uh, that are part of our website and that we, you know, mm-hmm. we, we that buy from us uh, when things like that occur, it, we always know really early because 
our on-site chat starts like catching fire. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Hey, where's all yep. of our stuff?" <laughs> and we're like, "It's not out yep. yet." <laughs> and, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's not out yet. Uh, we we don't break the rules because we get watched pretty hard by distributors. Um, so it's like we physically yep. cannot start shipping it because we will get we will get our allocations cut for every future set for a very long time if they find out we did something like that. Um, exactly. But um, yeah, the, you, the everything we're seeing is, and this is kind of like one of my ideas is a, a lot of the the this price that we're seeing on the ultra premium collection and on the che- on the on the chest and on the figure box. I think it's coming from the fact that even those in the U.S. that are feeling lucky, like yourself, that you've been you know lucky enough to find product yeah. in retail, you still haven't been able to find those products specifically in retail. So it's driving the FOMO mentality that, okay, now he's not finding it. No one's finding it. So I need to buy it at $400 for a a UPC. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I don't know how accurate that kind of is. And this is kind of one of the value points in which we want to bring to the tribe is, uh, like we said, we only received the UPCs today. Mm -hmm. Um, They were delayed. So a lot of people are going to be receiving like us, our LGSs are going to be receiving their UPCs here in the East coast. So typically you can expect to see some of the prices start dropping when, when, uh, when we start getting our stuff, uh, the pri- we do see the prices go down quite quickly because people are getting yeah. it. Now, uh, no one has said this online that I've seen, but the East coast as a whole, the collector's chests were delayed beyond the 22nd. Yep. I've heard, I've seen, I heard that from, I mean, I guess a good, a good friend of mine that's a little well connected in it, but yeah, I don't think it's been really publicized enough because the prices of that is still around what, like 75, $85, depending where you're buying from. And I will say this, just a quick follow up on like LGSs. all the LGSs in my area are really, uh, you know, um, a better term taxing us really hard for any product. I mean, I've seen even the Dragapult binder box being sold for $35, $40. And um, that's the only really unfortunate part is all the LCS is in my area where I used to go to before just can't compete. And I feel that I, I get it. But at the same time as, you know, I collect shoes and stuff like that. So the pre hype is there. And then, you know, once the product starts showing up more, the price will go down, but it is really unfortunate because they're having to pay more to get the products themselves. So that's why they have to up price it. And it's just a continuing snowball effect. And it's such a bummer because I like to support local, but I'm just going to wait. I, like I said, I'll be patient. I think we're going to see the set be printed for uh, at least a few couple of months. And I'm not pressed like others, especially like the international people who I think are the ones that are really buying up the, price stuff. And um, yeah, it's just a bummer because I want to support local, but I can't break my bank to support local. So it's hard. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And, and you're right. Uh, This set will be printed for, I mean, if you use the past as any indication uh, way beyond a year, um, so, I mean, the UPC, it, it, the, the, the ultra premium collection, that one will always be less, you know, because it is a more difficult product to print. And from, and Jason, if Jason was here, he would tell you why, 
Um, but from a manufacturing standpoint, because from a manu- manufacturing standpoint, uh, the, the ultra premium collection, the figure box and the chest are just so much more complicated to make and putting a bunch of, uh, you know, pins and cards and packs inside of V box size things is so much easier. So you would print it, uh, at, at a, at a much, oh, yeah. let me tell you, <laughs> if you, if you don't, uh, on your regular daily basis have to break into the boxes that come from a distributor, you would see that uh, when you've got your your elite uh, boxes and your ultra premiums, you've got all these extra lines on there that say like the dice made in China, this, uh, the coin made here, the sleeve made here. So they also have to just get them from all over the place and assemble them. And to be honest, like that might even be the craziness that's that's happening we're all like oh they can't keep up with demand they've got other obligations or other skews they have to do it might just be they have everything they need and they're missing like the coin or they're missing like a dice to go into one of those you never know yeah i mean jason you you and i know firsthand when trying to put together a product if 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 you need five things to go in the box and you've got four out of five the box don't go out. <laughs> you got to scramble and make sure it gets there on time or work all night when it does. Yep. So, but yeah, the, uh, I, I, the point I wanted to bring up celebrations here in the beginning was to tell everyone that, uh, things are trickling in wave one was a total mess from Pokemon to all the distributors here in the East coast at the bare minimum. And Jason will attest to it. We've been, we were, we're getting things that we were supposed to get on the eighth today. Uh, we're getting all kinds of mismatched orders. Uh, a teeny tiny piece of wave two for one of the SKUs is coming in this week. Uh, it's it's absolute mess. Uh, and what we wanted to let everyone know is don't FOMO into the product. Uh, don't go buying it at some ridiculous scalper pricing. Um, there will be many more prints of it to come. Uh, it will be available and you will be able to get your hands on it. You no need to go break the bank paying $400 for an ultra premium collection or um, what is it? $90 for a collector's chest. And I think the V union, believe it or not, the Pikachu V union card, I believe that thing is like at 60 or $70 right now as well. Um, and it's just because the products that are harder to produce, the ones that have more complexities to produce them were le- lesser printed or lesser produced in its in its entirety for wave one. And um, you'll see that Pokemon will be making this set for a very long time. All right. Yeah. Any, any final thought, Jay, or we're good to move. I can move on to the next big topic. Uh, no, I mean, unless you're looking at flip charts, you know, well, yeah, yeah. Flip charts. Even, I mean, I mean, even then, flipping Charizards ain't gonna ain't gonna get you that far. There's, I mean, did you see the? Uh, did, I don't know how many of you saw the Poke Red video. Uh, did you see it, Jay? I don't know if I sent it to you. Uh, Where? No. Nope. He, he was uh, he was talking about uh, he was talking about arbitraging elite trainer boxes, celebrations elite trainer boxes, but not opening the packs. Um, he was he he bought he was he he took the number of an elite trainer box, which is like let's say. 50 bucks, right? If you get it at retail. Uh, and on his video, he was like, if you open the box up and sell the pack separately, the dice, the sleeves, the promo Greninja, 
um, the box itself, the code card, you would make a hundred, you would sell it for a hundred bucks, like on TCG player. Um, and you know, you paid 50. So in essence, you're making 50. What I think is really funny about people who, 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 who don't do, who don't sell as like a right, as a real like practice of their life, day to day life. Um, it's pretty funny because the cost to like, it's it, what escapes people all the time. Like don't do it all the time is the cost to ship things. Like by the time you ship six different items, Jay, how much have you lost to shipping? What was it? Six times four bucks at minimum. So that's $24. So now you've gone from a $50 profit to a $26 profit. But then if you sell it on TCG player or eBay, you got 12%, you got 12% uh, fees. So now you're back, back to making $0. Um, so they're, they're really, the, the arbitrage that's happening with scalpers and the whole mentality behind it, it doesn't really make any sense anymore. Uh, I feel like people... Bro, 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 bro. You, you, you know how you can get around that? Tell us. Trading. A wise one. Tra- trading? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a trading card game, you would call it. <laughs> well, well don't, don't be silly. Don't, don't be, be silly. silly. Let's not trade a single thing on this. Well, you, they want to trade it, Jay. They want to trade it for money. They want to trade you cardboard for paper for paper. Um, but I mean, it it really is a little, a little crazy right now, but, um, stick it, stick it, stick it out guys. Uh, there will be plenty of celebrations to come over the, uh, course of next year, two years. I mean, look at any past set, you know, uh, hidden fates. I mean, that thing was printed all the way through. Was it this year still Jay that we, that, that we were able to buy some hidden fates? What the uh, the, 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 the reprint? reprint was this year, right? It wasn't last year, oh, man, it's a blur, it's a blur at this point. I think um, it was this year, though. It was the beginning not, of the year, it, it was not this year, it wasn't if anything, okay. At best, it was sorry, at best, at worst, I don't know, it was January, um, but definitely not this year, yeah. I mean, January is this year, but <laughs> January doesn't count, um. But yeah, I mean, look at Hidden Faith. It was printed for two years. So very likely celebrations will be printed for, uh, you know, a year minimum to two years. And then maybe a random reprint here and there just for good, good measure. Um, but the, the other topic that we wanted to, to kind of go over tonight here is, uh, so, so we, we kind of touched on it when it came to, um, when it came to celebrations, but supply as a whole. What's what's going on with supply as a whole outside of celebrations? So, uh, and this is more so informational because the point, point the whole goal of Wen Encanto is to inform the tribe, inform collectors out there uh, on what's happening and what's coming to make you guys, you know, uh, more knowledgeable collectors. You know, avoiding potential, you know, pitfalls that may maybe come out. And um, Pokemon, from what it looks like from our perspective is almost purposely printing the more random product or the, or, or product that is more polarizing um, than they are printing the stuff that people are like FOMOing for or really, really wanting. Um, so uh, what's coming down the pipeline uh, battle styles reprint or I don't even know if it was last wave or not, but I think it, no, it was definitely a reprint. There's the battle styles reprint. There's a massive battle styles reprint coming mid December. Um, chilling rain, 
Chilling Rain reprint has hit and is now on its way to us. Um, there's a we're going to be having a ton of Chilling Rain booster boxes dropping, um, and they're reprinting it in full force. I mean, isn't that wave two? Uh, I think it might be. We already had wave two. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we had wave two because it got flooded, didn't it? <laughs> this is true. Yeah, so uh, maybe it's another component of wave two, but the number I got from distribution is enormous. No, no, it's I think it's yeah, it's wave. It's like a quote unquote wave three, I think. So yeah, it's a quote unquote wave three because the number we got was insane, a massive amount of it. Um, so we got battle styles coming in December. Bro, it's good news for everybody listening. Everybody I know it's great news. Yeah, so and that's that's the whole point of of, of the show uh, is to to inform, right, educate. So we got Battle Styles reprint. What one one would say if we were more popular, like you know, people would be like, "Oh, I gotta sh- spread the word." Yeah, spread the word. It's out there. But no, the uh, the the December Battle Styles wave is uh, coming. Uh, we got a small amount of Battle Styles reprint this week, so it's now in in store. Um, not a lot, um, but a good amount. Uh, Chilling Rain, Battle Styles, and then Evolving Skies. Evolving Skies is on the way as well. So uh, another, then I think that is Wave Two or Wave Three of Evolving Skies. It is Wave Two. Yeah. yeah. So Wave Two, Evolving Skies, all dropping. So imagine this: you got Celebrations, then you're dropping Battle Styles, Chilling Rain, and Evolving Skies all within the same two or three week period. It's almost like, dude. My real question. Or sorry, not my real question. Like, like I don't know how bad this is going to sound. That's me clapping because I was going to say, "What is that?" Because everyone <laughs> said, or there was the rumors that this is going to happen. Everyone's like, "Over our dead bodies, could they deliver this?" So, to your point, the battle styles one is small, the other two are a little on the larger side. Uh, but the fact that they did, they reprinted these four sets. They've been printing all of these to fulfill celebrations. You remember like the celebrations packs or there's only like two or they all have, them all in, have them so in they've, there. They've been print. They needed yeah. to print them to get them in there. Well, there's vivid voltage in the ETBs. So if they could do a vivid voltage reprint, that'd be dope. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just cause you know, all of ours ended up at the bottom of the ocean. Cause all of ours ended up at the bottom of the Manville Lake. So <laughs> Manville river. So the Raritan the river. Raritan river actually. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we have those. Print. And then it's not just that we have the Q4 Pokeballs coming in. We have the, I mean, you have the V striker tin reprint coming. You've got an insane amount of product coming out all in a very small time. Real question is, do those have ultra prism in them again? What, what? Uh, un- un- unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably be five battle styles. Uh, but <laughs> no, it was never that, <laughs> but, uh, no, the, the reprints are coming in hot. So we wanted to share that information live today too, uh, because it's important to get the, that information out there and, and everyone know what's coming down the pipe. And so what we're going to do here is I'm going to pull in a couple of callers now in regards to the reprints. Remember the reprints are chilling rain booster, battle styles, booster, Evolving Skies Booster, and then there's the V-Strike Tins and the Q4 Pokeballs coming out. And I want to know from the tribe, uh, on these reprints, with everything you've been spending on celebrations and all the stuff going on, 
which of these sets are you still interested in wanting to get or how are you feeling about the uh the 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 sets uh coming out all at one time on top of celebrations when you're already spending quite a bit so i'm gonna be pulling in our good friend richard sailor how's it going guys hey richard a long time no chat Yeah, long time no chat. Been, we've been we've been uh, we've been trying to bounce back from that uh, from Hurricane Ida still, and we're still I just, far from far from perfect still. But we're doing uh, it. I just I'm just shocked that we could talk about truck drivers at the beginning here, and I wasn't dropped into that <laughs> call. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't think I can selectively choose callers. I can only choose callers <laughs> in the line in which you queued up. Which uh, uh, yeah, yeah, or else I would have. You know, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, prob- probably. That'd be something that Colin could work on, eh? <laughs> yeah. So anyways, we're talking about reprints. I think it's good. Um, right now, my focus isn't celebrations. Uh, I want to get as much celebrations as I can. But more for the... Uh, more more for what we can pay for retail. I, I think that... Uh, because they're going to print this to death, uh, it's not worth panicking over. So if stuff like Chilling Rain and that Golden Snorlax chase can continue, I might just have to do that for a bit. I also haven't gotten that Tyranitar either, so I might do that a bit. If they could reprint Vivid Voltage, I can chase that chunk of chew down. That's a good point. That's a good point. There's a lot of a lot of chase cards that haven't been hit yet in these sets because they've been coming out fast and furious. And as a collector, do you feel as though you've had to move on to new sets more quickly or prematurely in comparison to how quickly you would have moved on to it? Well, no, because these reprints are coming now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with chilling rain, I kind I kind of gave up when the shelves emptied out. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, now that to hear that they're, they're, bringing it back and in uh, a big way it's like hmm i'll get a second chance to go after it a little bit right but the celebrations unfortunately as much as i'd like to go after celebrations a little harder than i am i don't have availability up here there's just nothing really yeah and that's I in, and you're, you're in canada right what we're about yep oh calgary area Mm-hmm. Uh, I got an ETB uh, the other day, or not the other day, um, the opening day uh, at one of the uh, B&Ms here, uh, and I way overpaid just because I wanted some to open, mm-hmm. and then I also, um, off of Facebook Markets, picked up a Lance's Charizard box for... Yeah, like five bucks more than retail up here, right? Uh, So I was like, well, that actually doesn't seem like too bad of a price. I'll go pick that one up as well. But the uh, scalping market and the the availability just isn't really there. I do honestly think that because if they do print it into the ground, like we all think they're going to, there will be a point where, it's like the Zamazata and the uh, Zaxi and Ultra Premium boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, they're on shelves here. Really? Yeah. What? 
That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Zacian and Zamazenta Ultra Premiums? Are it not? Are oh, the, e, the ETB Pluses. The ETB Pluses, yes. They're on shelves here. That's wild. Well, we, yeah. I've literally, Jason, and I wonder, I wonder what the rest of the tribe, uh, I've never seen one on a shelf. <laughs> oh, I'll take a picture and send it to you the next time <laughs> I walk through the local Walmart. You'll go, that's hilarious. You'll go, what the hell? They've got three of them in there. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, well, we, uh, I've never have, seen them. They haven't got anything else in there, mind you. <laughs> I, yeah, and I can't seem to get my hands on any evolving skies either, right? Um, uh, Chilling Rain uh, booster packs. I I can get them at the uh, local Walmart or uh, Toys R Us. Um, but you know the the brick and mortars and stuff. I mean, uh, the yeah, the local card shops. Uh, I don't. I I don't know. I think that their distribution sucks up here. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's another thing, um, and that's a good that's a good point. Uh, what a lot of a lot of collectors don't realize is, you know, LGSs and smaller stores, kind of like us, right? Um, uh, uh, we don't get the same distribution mechanisms that Targets and WalMarts get. They like here in the U.S. You get uh, MJ Holdings is the distributor for big box stores. Period. End of story. And MJ Holdings gets the lion's share of product by far because they have to meet whatever specific SLAs, you know, service level agreements that they've set up with these stores to fulfill to to provide them with uh, with product. Then stores like us. Not only are we more shorthanded when it comes to number of people working. Uh, compared to a you know a larger entity, um, we have to deal with four, five, six distributors just to be able to get a large enough volume to meet the demand and to keep you know to keep our customers, our members happy. Uh, and then we have to also deal with the logistics of all that. Now imagine Pokemon is shipping things late and out of order to distribution. We have to then get it from distribution, which is out of order and is delays and literal truck breaking down, right, Jay? Um, and delaying things all the time for us. Um, yep. And it, it, it's, it's 100%, um, you know, it, it's 100% a, a, a kind of a point that, you know, I've heard some LGSs make. And, uh, and I think Professor Chill Phillip, he had mentioned it before. He was like, you know, some of my local stores are charging, kind of like taxing us for how hard product is to get. Um, also, well, a good a good example of that. And I mean, there is a currency difference between Canada and the States. Let's keep that in mind, right? But when I bought that, uh, when I bought that uh, Celebration ZTV, I spent 200 Canadian on it. That's a lot. At the LGS, and that's cra- that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so that's crazy. that's exorbitant, right? That uh, that's a lot. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to open it because I think the set's a pretty cool set. Was kind of nice to see one on opening day and go, yeah, let's give her a shot. But I mean, when you're giving in charge scalper prices from your LGSs, it makes it really hard to support your LGSs. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I, I can understand some LGS is having to increase the prices, um, you know, especially in the beginning of the hype 
where they used to get as much as they needed. And then because so many people wanted to go and, and buy from distribution and there was so much demand that their quantities got cut, their fixed costs didn't change, right? They're, they're, they still have the same rent. They yep. still had the same electrical bills. They have the same employees need to pay, et cetera, et cetera. The insurance is the same. Uh, but now you're giving me less product uh, than I was used to. And okay, so you have to charge a little more per product to be able to make up for that margin. Um, yeah, but your, mar- your, your, your margin's never over 50%. Yeah, but if you, try, if you right? have to charge $200 for an ETB, that's no, that's no longer just surviving that's uh that's uh, I think in the I think in, I think in the states that's the same thing as um, uh, about 170. Yeah, that's that's American. a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's quite crazy. That well, it's it's exor- absor- uh, exorbitant, and that's yeah. been part of the issue here is that a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, LGSs here are, are overcharging and by a significant uh, factor. And the other thing I notice is they don't bring in booster boxes. Hmm. Interesting. They'll bring in booster boxes so they can sell packs as individuals. Interesting. But they they won't bring in booster boxes to sell to the public. Huh. Yeah, it's a a pit of a pain in the ass. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think think things are definitely turning around uh, in the hobby. I think that uh, Pokemon has been, and Jason and I talk about this quite often, back when they first announced that they were going to be increasing their printing capacity and working tirelessly to meet demand. Uh, and Jason and I were like, yeah, it's going to take at least 12 months for that ever to even begin to take, act, like for that action to ever actually have an impact on the market. And we're seeing that the, the, that, that looks like it's going to be starting now, uh, where there's going to be enough product coming out because you see celebrations was printed heavily i mean there's a lot of celebrations that went into the market let's not get it wrong a lot of celebrations was made and a lot of chilling rain and a lot of battle styles and evolving skies and they're working on fusion strike right now so they're printing as quickly as they can i think the hobby as a whole is going to start really um getting to take advantage of being able to get the product they want um at the proper price which is what everybody wants for stability and to be able to get the stuff that you really want to open because listen, everybody's got to pull a chunky boy. You know, I haven't pulled myself a Tyranitar yet. Sad. I need to pull that Tyranitar. And, uh, the Costco deals going on right now too, are pretty fire. Yeah. I mean, Costco, I mean, they're, they're huge. They get to buy so much stuff at such crazy, uh, at such crazy volumes that they probably have a great deal with whatever companies or maybe even Pokemon that make those custom boxes for them, like the EV special collection. But yeah, uh, Richard, thank you again, sir, for coming through. Always a pleasure having you. Um, and as always, uh, stay safe out there. Keep trucking. Uh, we, we, we need you always, always, an honor, yeah, guys. We- always an honor guys. And, uh, yeah, let's get that name in for an ETB. I need one. Badly. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So we're going to be pulling it. We're going to be pulling that oh, here yeah. at the end of the, 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 the uh, at the end of the podcast. So just be in the listeners here down below. Uh, and then we're going to do a uh, count of how many people are in the listeners queue. And we're going to do random net random number generator to, to pull it out of the list. So uh, thank you again, Richard. And uh, tell Ian, oh, we said hi. Guys.
Yeah, the little man's uh, get it's bath time. So, <laughs> well, Jason, I know all about that. We got some little ones no, ourselves. <laughs> I hear, I hear you there. I hear you there, and I got another one on the way here in January. So, that's pretty oh, exciting. All right, you're gonna be busy, man. Well, all right, look forward to chatting soon, guys. Thank you. absolutely, and always, as always, have a good one. Take care. All right, and yeah. That's that's what we're seeing. I mean, uh, a lot. Every place is different. Um, you know, Canada, the U.S., and from even from state to state, and East Coast, West Coast, everybody's experiencing something different because logistically, it must be an absolute nightmare to have to distribute as many Pokemon products as Pokemon distributes throughout its whole distribution network. Um, yeah. Now we just got to find someone who's getting some Japanese packs. Yeah. Japan. Yeah. Let's go. Except, except they're having a terrible time as well now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, the, the printing capacity is, is definitely picking up. We got battle styles, chilling rain, evolving skies, V strike tins, all the stuff coming down. Uh, I'm going to take one more caller here to, to hear, uh, you know, what their thought is on those sets that are coming out celebrations and what their buying habit is going to kind of look like going into, uh, going into the, uh, into these reprint, this reprint season ahead of the holidays. So, David, you are up. What's going on, guys? Hey, hey. David. How y'all doing? Good. Yeah, I'm we about, are good, uh, about an hour away from you guys. How about that? Huh. Nice. Yeah, yeah, man. As a crow Yeah, course, no, I just want to tell you guys I appreciate all that you do. You guys were, I found you guys maybe a little over a year and a half, a year and a couple months ago, and uh, you guys have been awesome ever since. So just, just appreciate everything you do, and sorry about the mess that happened, you know, a couple months ago, whatever, with the flood, but uh, appreciate you guys. Yeah, it feels like a couple months ago. <sighs> yeah, really I know. Does. I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm holding back here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I really, oh, man. Was, no, it's, you, it's good, man. No, because it's just you know. Well, so I'll get into what I was going to say. So you guys were talking about the sets coming up this uh, this winter. I'm I'm about some evolving skies, and that's that's my jam. I mean, I love celebrations like everybody else, but uh, but evolving skies is where it's at for me. So to answer your question, you know, to prompt for this prompt here, I uh, I'm definitely going to be getting into some evolving skies this this winter. Um, if that's a reprint I see on shelves, um, but I was going to say. As a pilot, man, I feel like I have a pretty unique perspective. At least I, I thought I did until Richard was just on, and I learned he was a trucker. But uh, <laughs> so he's got to see some stuff yeah. too. But uh, you know, I travel a lot, and I, you know, part of my whole shtick is that I will often try to find cards, local game stores, all that kind of stuff um, in different cities throughout the U.S., Canada, Mexico, stuff like that. Um, and up until celebrations, it was the same story everywhere. I thought it would be like I could pop into a unique city in the middle of Kentucky, you know, that I didn't think anybody would be looking for Pokemon cards in. But you know what? I'd pop into the Walmart or the Target or Walgreens or whatever it was, and it was always empty shelves, always. So I feel like uh, before celebrations, you know, before they announced that they were going to start having these um, printing, you know, ramping up their printing capacity, it was the same story everywhere, man. Um, everywhere I went, it was, it was just, it was empty shelves. So, it, but, uh, it sucked. So it's nice. Yeah. I mean, and that is, that is what we hear that it's kind of a, it's like kind of an overarching sweep across all parts of the country is just, you know, it's been hard, um, because demand's so high and, and the printing just hasn't been able to keep up. Um, and, 
but you know what? It's it's one of those things where we, everybody stuck through it, and uh, we we're, from, from what we can say that we see a little light at the end of the tunnel here with some capacity increase because we're we're seeing the numbers. Yeah, that's and great, man. I think that's awesome. You know, because like like yeah. I, I don't know who was saying it before, but somebody's talking about you know the ultra premium costing four hundred dollars from their local game store. That's how much my game store is charging. Four hundred dollars, man. No way. Yeah, four hundred. I'm not kidding you. I'm, he has one of them, and he's selling it for four hundred dollars. And I was like, dude. I've been, I've been doing business with this guy for like two two or three years, and I was like, "Come on, man, really? Four bucks? Like, I like that, that at that point, it makes me not want to do business anymore." You know? Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, what, how does that how does that make you feel like going forward, like uh, into the future? Well, awful, when because like I I run a um, I run a Discord in North Carolina for finding Pokemon cards, and, and part mm-hmm. of our thing is just you know we we never empty shelves, we never flip, we don't you know it's all about just just helping each other out, trying to find product product and and. You know, and I always recommended this store to people, but uh, but I, I don't think I will any longer, man, just because, you know, if this is what they're going to be doing, you know, and like somebody said earlier, you know, okay, a little bit of an increase to cover some overhead and maybe some, you know, you're getting fewer products, but but to charge $400 for a product that MSRPs for what, 120 you know, mm-hmm. it's just, that's that's insane, astronomical. Yeah, you it, know? it's crazy. That is crazy. $400 is crazy. I mean, it. I yeah. mean, everybody, I mean, let's, let's just all remember though. Um, sometimes the market don't make sense. Uh, this, if we go back a couple of months, battle styles was $176 a booster box, right? Well, that's just because people got so hyped for just anything Pokemon. You know what I mean? They were just so like, you know, and it still, it still is that way to some degree today, but you know, all the, the Logan Paul stuff a year ago and all the, you know, YouTubers, and everybody jumping on and trying to, you know, hype mm-hmm. Pokemon really drove up that, that FOMO. But it, I feel like we're we're peaking, or we have peaked to where it's getting back to more of like just collectors and people that genuinely enjoy the hobby, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. But, yeah, I agree, and and and, that, and that's I think what everybody's looking forward to, right? Is that that just the collectors are kind of back in it, and and they can get access stuff and not have to go to the middleman, which is the scalper. Um, and hopefully, yeah, that's why I appreciate guys like you. No, we we do our best. You you know, yeah. we always that's our promise to the tribe is that we'll you know you everyone in the tribe comes first, um, and we do what we can to the best of our ability every single time. Um, it's not always perfect because perfect is impossible, but it'll always be the best that we can. Sure. Um, and we appreciate you, David. Yeah. Quick yeah. question, just because it's yeah, too much of a coincidence. Are you Pokey Pilot? There you I go. I I had a feeling. I was. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was saying, I was, I was gonna say, if you guys, I was like, I might drive over to your place tonight. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you, if you bring the overalls and the, and the paint, and the paintbrush, man, this storm, it scared the crap out of me, man. I was sitting in my hotel room, and I, I about had to like, you know, clean up my pants. It was so bad. That, that yeah, the storm was really bad. Yeah, Jason and I get PTSD every time we hear flash flood warnings coming through. We're like, oh, jeez, come on. I was thinking of, yeah, I was thinking about you guys. Dude, let me tell you, I used to get those notifications and just swipe right. <laughs> now, now I'm looking at like Doppler radar. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all I, right, we gotta go check it out at this time. You know? Yeah, I was gonna tell I flew through a lot of that stuff coming in today, so I know what it's like. Yeah, exactly. I, I was gonna tell Jason, don't come on, don't come on the live tonight. Just, just, just go and make sure the inventory's safe, please. We can't. <laughs> tell, me, tell me, you guys got it off the floor at least. It's in the second floor now. Yeah, we are. We, 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 we took care of. Uh, we took care of the height problem. I mean, put it this way. There is no height that would have saved us the first time. <laughs> sure, no, I know. Yeah. There was buildings physically. I mean, underwater. if we had, if we, 
If we only had one of everything. Yeah. Sure <laughs> you nine right. feet high. You nine feet yeah. high. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's that's definitely uh you know, we're we gotta stop reliving that day at some point, but it's gonna take a while. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Well I, I appreciate you guys, man, and, and everything that y'all do and, and uh, just keep it up and you know, I am um, hoping we can score some more product here coming up in the in the uh fall and winter season. But uh, you know, I'll just be on the lookout and we'll see. Oh yeah, we have a we have a bunch of awesome restocks coming. Like we said, we have a ton of product coming. You know, it's going to be at the best price anywhere, and it's all for you guys. So we appreciate you, David, and everybody. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Got those morning cartoon restocks, baby. Yeah, Saturday morning. Saturday morning cartoons is what Jason and I call the restock now. So Saturday mornings, eleven a.m. It's uh, we uh, we grew up on Saturday morning cartoons, and that's why we actually changed it to Saturday morning from when it was Friday night. Also, because you know who wants to be in the middle of a a, a cold one watching some TV and have to go go drop on the restock. So yeah, Saturday morning cartoons is what we do now. But all right, so we're at the top of the hour, right? Is that what it's called now? Or at the bottom of the hour. I don't know. It's 10.02. And, uh, and we touched on a bunch of fun stuff tonight so far. Um, I'm gonna, we're going to talk about one more small topic. It's going to be a shorter one. Because um, I think a majority of people aren't super. And this is going to be a rapid fire. I'm going to see if we can't get through a bunch of the callers in the queue. <laughs> Everyone says yes or no, and then we move. To yeah, the it's going to be a rapid fire. Uh, <laughs> get through some of these last of these caller queue because it is a question I have, and there's and there's a couple of people in the in the queue I want to know specifically from what they think. So, TCG Live, Jason knows that I am almost too hyped for the new TCG client coming out to play online the Pokemon TCG game. Also, uh, I am you know Jason and I we are avid collectors but i also love playing the tcg i love the mechanics behind the tcg and the and the complexity of the of the the decks and all the deck theory yeah i i like the mechanics i'm just bad at any meta strategy yeah I'm a kid who wants to sit there and be like yeah 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 now my charmeleon is going to turn into a charizard and then not, you're like not how it works and you're like well i just performed 17 steps and i've got a full bench of kyogres fully stacked with energies and i'm like cool 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 cool. i have a bulb but i've got a charizard (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly so uh i want to know what you guys think about tcg live and how hyped you are for it we're going to jump through the caller queue here and after that we're going to be going in and drawing live from the listeners uh for the five etb giveaway uh, for this night. And then again, Monday, we're going to be live again, same time, same place, 9 p.m., the call-in app, uh, talking about next week's topic on episode four, which we will release. And remember, we schedule the rooms. So you uh, once we schedule a room, you can set a reminder. So when we go live, it notifies you. So I'm going to be pulling in Luke. Hey, Luke, you are live. Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, what's going so on? I actually, so I'm gonna make this as quick as possible because I know you guys are on a time crunch. Um, I appreciate everything you guys do. Um, so for the uh, and and you know tribe strong, I love the mentality. Uh, but uh, any, but uh, so I haven't quite heard everything about this TCG live. I've been really busy with school and work and everything. But from what it sounds like, it sounds like it's like I'm really excited for it because I used to actually go to tournaments when I was younger, and I've kind of been missing how. The, the Pokemon TCG has kind of strayed from the game itself. It's more about the collecting. It's more about 
you know, oh, I got this awesome card, but I'm not going to use it because I don't want it to get scratched up. You know, and I remember I, I miss kind of, you know, mm-hmm. that's that part of like, oh, I love this card and I can't wait to like use it in the game. You know, so I, I'm kind of mm-hmm. excited to actually go back to playing because like my like, like my girlfriend's been kind of getting into it. And my niece is like she's 12 and she's been wanting to play the game, but she's been so into the collecting. And that's what she knows everybody wants to do is collect. So she you know, I think that'll really help her actually more so get to understand the TCG itself. So I'm really excited. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, we're super excited TCG Live. I hope it brings in the mechanics um, of like tournaments, uh, digital tournaments, like online tournaments and brackets, because uh, we would really love to ride to 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 drive a tribe kind of bracket tournament and events online as well. Uh, you know, to 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 kind of so that way, and everyone who's not in New Jersey or doesn't have access to our store um, would be able to play with everybody, and we could have a whole lot of fun with that. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, that would, that would, yeah, that, 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 oh, sorry, I did not mean to interrupt at all if I did, but uh, I was just saying that would, that would, that sounds like a ton of fun. And I love the fact of getting the tribe more together uh, over that. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. For sure. But yo, Luke, thank you so much for, for coming in, talking live. Really awesome getting to chat with you one on one here. And um, yeah, stay tuned for more TCG live news. We're going to be dropping it on the Instagram account and sending out, um, you know, all kinds of messages about it as it gets closer and as more news is out there. And hopefully you and I can even get to play some competitive game together. Ooh, yes. No, that sounds awesome, Jason. Or, or John and Jason, I would love to hear something. My bad. I'm sorry. Just really excited all to be right, here to talk to you guys over, you know, all this. This is, you know, just quite an awesome experience. And I really love being on this. And I hopefully talk to you guys again. Have a beautiful Yeah. M- Monday. M- we'll be back Monday, every Monday night. So you can come and hang out with us every Monday night as we record the podcast live. That works perfect, actually, because I have Mondays off. So you'll, you, you can count on me being here every Monday. <laughs> awesome, Luke. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a beautiful night. See ya. You too. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to bring next caller in, Troy. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Hey, Troy. Um, So about TCGL, I have mixed feelings about it. Um, As a player and a TCG professor, um, I feel like it's fantastic. You know, the old client has really been lagging on what we're able to do with the game and i think with what happened with covid when we lost official gameplay in real life pokemon as themselves really saw the online client and the online format as a way to really help supplement and complement uh the game and for the players because i'm coming as a player and a professor um to really help you know, bring that about. And because we're not really fully out of the COVID situation, they're looking at this as a way to keep the player base happy. Um, And I think it's really fantastic. Now on the opposite side of that, I'm looking at um, from what we know, there's going to be no trading system within the new live, which sucks because, you know, once you get your play set of any kind of card, it's going to convert into their new in-game currency. And, you know, you can use that to, you know, to buy packs or buy cards, you know, beyond that, which cool, I guess. But, you know, what made the old online um, client really great is that you could trade cards and packs for other type of, you know, stuff that you need to build out the decks that you want and stuff like that. Um, And then on top of that, 
the uh, aftermarket code card uh, market, you know, like Potown and all those guys who, you know, sell codes and stuff like that. What is that going to do for them? You know, and it sucks because, you know, like I would open up cases and cases of cards in real life and I would sell my codes to a certain extent, you know, and then now those may not be as valuable going forward here on out. That's a good point. So you're talking about like, uh, I don't know if you, I don't know how many people are familiar with it, but back when um, like Hearthstone, uh, the dusting system, that's what it reminded me of when they, when when they talked about the, uh, the, you know, that you, you break down kind of, you break down cards in essence to get their dust or their raw material. And then you can use that. Yeah. They're bringing that system back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I hadn't thought about how it affects Potown and and all those companies that, uh, that sell those codes as a third party. I mean, um, I mean, getting the codes, hopefully, hopefully getting the codes are still going to be important um, because it probably is easier. Um, you know what, you know what it is uh, here? Um, since I don't know enough, what I do know is if they execute that dusting system poorly, it's going to hurt uh, the player base for a little bit and it's going to hurt those individuals for a little bit. But I know that worst case scenario, they wouldn't allow it to continue to do so. So hopefully they would fix it. But the hope is that they'll execute that dusting system um, in a fair way where um it doesn't destroy part of the what everybody's falling in love with now the whole not trading thing that is kind of that kind of does suck because the trading thing was key to getting some cars that you needed or if you had friends for example like if you had people you know that wanted to start playing you could trade them a bunch of stuff to get their meta decks up and running uh, that you had access of but now you can't do that yeah no and i completely agree um my, from what I understand is um, the new client is going to support codes, at least at the beginning. Um, now, what do those translate to, you know, getting an actual pack that you can open in the new client? Or that's just going to convert into more dust or whatever the new currency is going to be? Because I think there's dust and then there's a premium uh, currency that's like crystals or something like that. Um, we'll, hmm. We have yet to really see. Um so I'm really curious to see how that's going to play out. And, you know, like you said, hopefully they make it into a way that's fair and balanced for those who are longtime online players like myself versus, you know, people who are just getting into it. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think, I think they will. I hope they will. Yeah. I think I, I, I have a feeling that by like removing the trading aspect, they're going to feel like they're going to reopen up a can of worms that you see in like other, other game types where the trading is gone. So now there's going to be people to your point, you were saying about like selling the, the, the code cards. Now it's going to be people just like creating accounts and then like selling you access to their account and stuff like that. I, I forgot right, what, exactly, what game yeah. I'm specifically thinking about right now, but yeah, uh, I forgot the term is for it uh, when you do it. Um, but mm-hmm. Like that's what comes to my mind when I hear like all these pieces. I'm just like, sounds like ten people in a room now are going to start making accounts and dumping physical code cards into them. And because they can't trade in the game, they're going to maybe just start saying like, "I'll sell you my like login," unless they do a really good two-factor auth and do something with like regional access and and things like that. I mean, here's hoping you know if, if it's based on the old client, then you know my hopes are not high at all. 
Oh, you know what they say? If you if if you if if you underplay something, it always it always it always surprise you well. If you overhype something, it's going to surprise you poorly. So oh, you know, going with going with wanting less, and it'll deliver more. <laughs> Anyways, thanks guys for uh, everything, and I hope everything gets back up and running for you guys in the near future. Yeah, absolutely, Troy. Thank you so much for for coming in and tuning in and uh, and giving us your feedback on TCG. And awesome for you being a Pokemon professor. That's super dope. Hit us up on Instagram. Um, Elite Poker Box. I want to talk to you. Definitely, man. <laughs> Definitely. Have a good night. Have a good night. All right. And then the last person, uh, Sam Bush Senior. Are you in the chat? Are you Are you there? Yeah. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, man? I wanted to. Nothing I saw much, you. Man. I saw you in the in the listeners. I popped you up here just for a second uh, for the TCG. So for those of you who don't know, Sam Bush Senior. He is uh, our resident Twitch expert. He is a, a live streamer that we've been we've <laughs> known for quite some time now. Uh, and I want to get your feedback on what you're going to be doing with TCG Live. Because I know you stream the VGC. You stream the TCG content when you open this stuff up. I don't see you do much of the the uh, the PTCGO uh, stuff. So what, what are you going to be doing? Uh, do you feel as though it's going to be added to your content? Oh, yeah. I have a, I have a bunch of code cards saved up for it. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. I honestly think, though, that the code cards might be worth even more now because I mean, you can't trade or do anything. So I mean, how else are you going to get the packs unless you're getting them from a code card or buying them from the client or something like that? Because I mean, you can't trade stuff anymore. So, um, but yeah, I'm super excited about it. Um, I've definitely wanted to get into it more. I've obviously been more on the collecting side for a while now. Um, but with the, with the new Rayquaza VMAX alternate, you know, I've been wanting to make a deck out of that. So um I'm pretty That's excited. That's an expensive deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to do it online. No. <laughs> yeah. Might be more expensive. Um, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm super excited. I think it's, um, I mean, I, th- I feel like that client was just way overdue for a change. I mean, it's, it just seems super dated whenever I tried to do anything on there. It was pretty, uh, pretty terrible, honestly. So I think, I think it's going to go in the right direction. It really just depends on the dusting system, I guess. I did play a little bit of Hearthstone. So it's not like super foreign to me, but I mean, I don't know. It just really depends on how they do that system. It's going to either make or break it, honestly. But I think they'll do a good job. I think if everyone hates it, I don't see them just leaving it and being, oh, well, that's how it is and sucks to suck or something like that. I'm pretty sure they would adjust it if there's enough uh, feedback for it, you know? So yeah, for sure. I would imagine definitely. But awesome man yeah i wanted to get your feedback i wanted to hear what you had to say about it uh and uh hopefully when they do launch it you and i can do a couple of those uh can do a couple of uh streams uh jointly have a little fun with it <laughs> oh yeah for sure and you need to get on a unite oh yeah so. oh yeah god unite that <laughs> came and went right, right around the right, right around the flood <laughs> era <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so but awesome i'm gonna drop you back into the listener group and we're gonna right, be draw, do, doing this drawing right now sounds good thanks guys. all right guys we are going to be doing the drawing now we're here at the uh at the at ten seventeen mark so it's going to be super easy this is what all of you have been waiting for uh, we're going to be doing a random number generator right now. So we're going to be choosing five people to win a, an ETB each at random, all thanks to those, the you know call-in for sponsoring this and um, coming to bat and want to be a part of the Pokemon collecting community as well as the collector community as a whole. And we super appreciate them and all the hard work they've put into building call-in. 
which as you can tell, hopefully is such an epic app for really connecting communities and having a lot of fun together. Uh, we've had a great night talking to everybody and we can't wait to do this every Monday with all of you. So uh, what's going to happen is we're going to do the random number generator here. We're going to pick the winners and then I will DM the individuals. Remember, you have to be following us in, you have to be following us uh, or following me, Elite Box John, uh, so I can then go find you. <laughs> well, you can follow, I choose Jason too, but I'm the one who's going to be. <laughs> hey, you know, just, just as a, as a, you know. There's, it's always better to have. Yeah, you know, it is. For, you know, so for Kilo and those. So yeah, you know? follow Jason too. Uh, the reason I was saying follow, Jason's <laughs> probably going to be like, yo, why are you always trying to spot, hog the spotlight? No, the reason is I need to wow. uh, DM you uh, to get your contact Software. information to so that way we can ship it to you. So, uh, but yeah, follow me, follow Jason, and I'll be DMing you. Um, and you have to be following me to be able to find you or I will never be able to find you again. Also, uh, we're removing people from the queue for the callers just because we're going to be drawing people. And if you're in queue for caller, um, it, the number won't be accurate. So don't, uh, don't try calling in. I would turn it off, but I'm not exactly sure how to. <laughs> All right, let's do this. First one. Where is it? All right, let's do this. And the first number is 14. Mm-hmm. David, right? Four, eight, 12, 13, 14. So David Thayer. David Thayer is the first winner of, I think you were a caller. Yeah, it was That's hilarious. Yeah, so David Thayer, uh, he won a elite, uh, elite trainer box. All right, next one up. And we're still at the same number. And, oh, great. All right, so 80. Two, which is four less than the max here. So 86, we're going to go 86, 85, 84, 83, 82. Oscar Cabeza. I'm writing these, I'm writing these names down uh, so I can then DM you. Oscar Cabeza is the other winner. It's the second winner. Cabeza of the Elite Trainer Box. For the celebrations. Congratulations, Oscar. All right. Next one. Number 10. Joseph Eggert. Joseph Eggert as number 10. Is the third winner of the Elite Trainer Box. Celebrations Elite Trainer Box. Remember, you got to be following me so I can find you after this. So make sure you're following Elite Box, John. All right, two more winners to go. Who else? Number six, Alberto. Alberto Lemus is the other winner, is the fourth winner of the Elite Trainer Box. And last, the last winner of the night is going to be number 39 which might take me a minute to get to unless Jason tells me. <laughs> so. Mm -hmm. 
Josh. Josh. Josh Lonez. Beat you to it, bro. <laughs> jo- I was gonna say, yeah, either, I was gonna say it's either Josh or Kevin. You yeah, it it's Josh Lonez. And Josh Lonez is the win the last winner of tonight. So Josh Lonez, you are the fifth winner of tonight's uh Elite Trainer Box sponsored by Colin. So I'll be messaging each of you uh after we go offline here to get your uh, mailing addresses. So like I said, we picked five winners tonight. There's going to be five more winners next Monday uh, on episode four of Winning Kanto. And we're going to be talking about a lot of fun stuff. Um, One of the topics is going to be social media influencers in the hobby and how they've affected our uh, our hobby uh, while being here. So uh, again, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to When in Conto episode three, really episode one here, uh, because it is our first big outing uh, with the, uh, the majority of the tribe, um, those coming in. So again, thank you. Have a great night. Congratulations to the five winners, David Thayer, Oscar Cabeza, Joseph Eggert, Albert Lemus, Alberto Lemus, and Josh Lonez. You guys are epic. And everybody here tonight, you guys are awesome. Can't wait to chat with you next Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Have a good one.